I'm Ross Hunter. And I'm David James. And welcome to Sales Athlete, a program designed to keep you performing at your peak. G'day everyone, David James and Ross Hunter here with you for another episode of The Sales Athlete. G'day Ross. DJ, how you doing mate? At me peak. Always. Always, Always. yep, yep. And uh, today what I'd like to do Ross is talk to you about competition because we all worry about our competition Mm. rather than worrying about our own ability, our own business model and our own pathway. Mm. Now, I know you work in a very, very competitive industry in a very, very competitive part of town. So how do you not worry about your competition or focus on your competition but rather focus on yourself? Um, Look, Dave, I've always been a bit of a stay in my lane sort of guy. and I've seen plenty of people get so consumed by what others are doing. Mm -hmm. um, It it takes you off the board because I, I work on a simple philosophy. Um, I've only got – my energy can only go in one place at a time. And if I'm putting X amount of my energy worrying about what other people are doing, then that energy cannot be going into myself and or my business. So, look, yes, you have a – you you peek, your, peek over the fence and have a look what other people are doing, have an awareness. But to be quite blunt about it, I actually don't care what other people do. Hmm. because I've got no control over it. As long as I do what I do um, or we do what we do in an authentic way and we've got a plan and a strategy and we keep executing those and we're, we're hitting our targets and all those KPIs and goals and blah, 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 all those things that you do in business, they mate, happy days. Hmm. Um, and other people are doing whatever turns them on, good on them. Hmm. But I won't, I won't be drawn into doing things because what the person down the road's doing. I, I just won't be drawn into that because otherwise it becomes just this, um, you know, sort of this, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for, this um, like mouse on a wheel thing. Mm. Oh, they do that, we'll do that. They mm. do that, we'll mm. do that. I'm mm. not interested. Mm. Well, well, you're right. It consumes your energy not only as you as the leader but also your sales mm. people and, and, and all, all your team at that because, because um, you know, I, I, ha- I know people who – who check everyone else's website, they, they check everyone else's social media, they check everyone else's Google reviews. Well, why don't you just check your own? Mm. Because whilst you're doing that, that's taking time and energy and then you've got the worry and the stress factor and you can't wait to get your team together next week to say, oh, have a guess what they're doing down the road. Mm. Well, well, eventually, I, I, you know, to me, history has shown that your team just get a bit sick of that as well, Ross, and, mm. and they're saying to you as a sales leader, well, mate, what are we doing? Yeah, look, it's 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 just a fascinating thing because um, I guess as as a business leader, it's like the prime minister. You know, his his goal is he's always got to to keep confidence in the in the voters. I you and I, mm. he's got to be laying clear visions of where where we're going, what we're doing mm. um, along the way without without vote um, without vote gathering tactics. Mm really authentic things are going to keep driving mm. the country forward, mm. propelling the country mm. forward. Mm. I think then you believe. And then mm. it doesn't matter. Mm. I mean, mm. what's your – I mean, you've, you've, you've seen all sorts of people come and go in all sorts of businesses, David. What's mm. the biggest mistake you see in this space? Oh, I think that uh, uh, people start to believe in the competition rather than respect them. Respect your competition. Yeah. But, but the minute you start believing in them, Ross, 
that's that's when that's when you're heading into an area where you don't want to go. But more importantly, you lose your initiative, you lose your profile, you lose your ideas, you, you lose and your also, positive thinking. Well, the minute you do that, they win. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so let's get out in front of them. And I think the other thing also is it's important if if you're worried about competition, invariably it's what people see externally. So be very, very good at what you're doing internally because no one can see what you're doing then other than wonder, gee, wonder what that, how, mm. how come they've got a jump on us there? How come they've got extra market share? It's because they can't see what we're doing internally, you know, around our team and our ideas and our motivations and our culture. Which at the end of this is a really important point you make because um, a lot of a lot of people in, in any industry, they'll try and promote themselves as being bigger and better by plastering stuff everywhere, by mm. putting, you know, all sorts of marketing out there. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm a real believer is the businesses that are truly successful that don't care about what the competition doing, you mm. just respect them, are the ones mm. that mm. it's the stuff you can't see mm. has the most power. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's important because you and I spoke about this yesterday in regards to a certain division yeah. in your business uh, and, and and how you believe now, I can't remember your exact words, but I'm really comfortable where we're at with it, DJ. Now, that's taken you... Uh, many months to get to there, hasn't it? Oh, probably. yeah, 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 yeah. So once again, your competition don't know what you've done there, Ross. No, and they'll never get to know what what you've done. But eventually, they'll go, "Gee, how you know, they've taken some market share, or gee, they're getting a lot of business, etc." Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing also is with competition is you've got to be in for the long haul. You've got to have longevity mm-hmm. around what you're doing. You look at some of the great generals. In in mil, in the military world over over time, um, and the great generals were the ones that were um, they had an ego to do what they did based on our last podcast, but they were very driven by sort of having an eye on what the enemy were doing, but more concerned about making sure their own troops were in the best possible mm. um, position to go out there and win win the battle, mm. win the war. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of that. <clears throat> There was a general, and he passed away last year. Actually, his name was Norman Schwarzkopf. Mm. They called him Storm and Norman. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Back in Desert Storm, when mm. the, when America first invaded uh, Kuwait back mm. in um, um, to, uh, 1991, I think it was. So Norman Schwarzkopf was um, the leader of the Allied troops, and he he went in and he led the team. A wonderful, wonderful man. And he had he had a big ego. This guy was about six foot seven, like a, a big mountain of a human being. And I know that because I met I was fortunate enough to meet him in mm. Auckland. Mm. Um, and anyway, he 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 did a couple of things, and I've read his book. Um, and when I hear him speak, when I heard him speak at this conference thing, I went to. It's only a small, intimate thing. A couple of things I've never forgotten. One of them, he had this rule. He called it Rule Thirteen. And in the, in the face of pressure, in the face of anything, just do what's right. Mm. Do what's right. And I thought, okay, very good. The other thing was this: he spoke about, and it's also in the book. He went they at the um, when they in Q eight the first the first att- which was supposed to be the one and only getting get out done. And mm. twenty years later, mm. they're still mucking around there. Mm. Um, it was Christmas, and he was led into the tent where the, the mess hall, if you like. And it was Christmas Day and he was, walks in there and he's with his, you know, entourage of, you know, captains and colonels and aides and whatever. And they walked into the main mess hall 
And they said, oh, this way, general, into the officer's mess. He said, no, we don't need there. We eat here. Mm-hmm. And he went around and he shook the hand of every single person in that mess hall and thanked them for being there on behalf of the American people and thanked them for being mm-hmm. away from their family to do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Then he lined up with everybody else, got his food and sat down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a guy that knew what the enemy were up to, knew they had to eradicate them, but was more focused on making sure his troops, the morale was high and they believed in him. And his success at that desert storm was was great. Um, but then obviously um, 9-11 happened and all sorts of things and then the world kept going from there. Mm. But I've never forgotten that. No, it's a powerful message, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 really, yeah. really, really. Your energy goes and into I, your business, see, and your the other, troops. And the other thing he said this time I met him, somebody asked the question, why didn't you um, just get rid of um, Saddam Hussein, who was their go-to guy at the time, thereafter? He said, we had Saddam Hussein in our sights that much. He said, we knew more about Saddam Hussein's movements than he knew himself. He said, but here's the thing, and this is a really important metaphor for business, I believe. He said, yep. We could have assassinated him, got rid of him. He said, but here's the thing. We we knew his movements. We knew the guy. He said, if we got rid of him, there's a thousand people that we don't know that would have stepped into that position. Mm. He said, know your enemy. Mm. It's mm. much more mm. powerful than getting rid of your enemy. Righto. Very, very good point. Will we end it there? I don't know if you want. <laughs> Excellent, mate. Well done. Thanks, good on mate. You, everyone. See you soon, Ross. Bye. Well, that's it for today, guys. So like true athletes, please continue to walk with a spring in your step. And ensure you're winning your game. Each day, ask yourself, am I at me peak? Peak.